0: Come on, all over the building. Let's give God. Hallelujah. Listen, I want to see where your heart is today. And so I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you to, to do something for me. If you really believe and truly believe in your heart, anybody that knows something about that? So many, so many ways that he's that he's made, amen. uh, We bless God that he is the ultimate way maker, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, Amen. 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 So we just—I saw it on Facebook. Today. I said, "Ah, oh, it's my sister's birthday. Bless the Lord. We bless God that you come and share it with us. Uh, be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm going to work for you today, if that's all right. Today, today we're going to. Today we're going to start in part seven of starting over. Amen. Has starting over been? Lord, we will walk into, as I said, part seven of our sermon series, starting over. And because we have much to cover, we'll just jump right into it. Today I'm going to introduce you to three words that you may or may not already know. Now before you hear these words and immediately go into the mindset of, you already know these that there is a difference between knowing something or someone and knowing of something or someone. There's a serious difference between the two. Knowing someone is a bit more personal because you know how they think. You know their morals and their values, and you know Knowing of someone just means that you've heard about them. You you, you may know them when you see them, but not know them to address them on an issue that may be considered personal. Oftentimes, we make a mistake uh, thinking that we know celebrities, uh, because we took the time to find out what their birthday was. Because we took the time to find out what their favorite color was. Because we took the time to read a book that gave us information about them, and we automatically assume that we know those people, when in reality, they've only, you only know what they've given you. And since you really don't know them, you don't know if what they have given you is true or false. Now, I want you to catch this, because a lot of times, we fail to get to know people, but, but we operate with, with them as that we've known them for years. Yeah, yeah. We, we fail to get to know people, but we operate with them as we've known them for years. Uh, how, how many of us will be honest enough to admit that, that we have done some I should really know you type things with some people that we really didn't know that well at all? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. Let me say it again. I, you've done some I, I should know you type things. I I shouldn't be doing this with you unless I know you. Uh, But the reality is I really don't know you that well at all. This is why after a couple of weeks or or longer or after sleeping with them, they start tripping on you and and you say stuff like, uh, they changed or, or they got brand new after we had sex. The truth is they didn't change or become new. They were the they were the them that they had always been, but because you really didn't know them, you didn't know that you had been smoothed by the representative. Yeah, yeah you you've got to be careful of the representative. Uh huh. The, the the representative. I, I often tell people of the the representative that I used uh, when I met Miriam, mm-hmm. and, and we began to talk. You know, really deeply when we began to understand that we were marriage and all of this type of stuff, and you know, when you get married, so if you ain't married yet, let me tell you something, when you're going to get married, one of the things you want to know about is the other one's finances, mm-hmm. and not just their finances, you want to know about their bills, you want to know about their debts, because when you get married, your debts, or their debts become yours, and your debts become theirs, and so, so, you know, I call myself being, you know, I'm going to do this marriage the right way, I'm going to cover all my bases, and so I said, you got any debt? And she said, well, I got a few things, and I just don't know about us getting married yet because I don't want to bring those into the marriage, but I wanted to get married. And so I said something like, yes, I said, baby, don't worry about that. I'll take care of that. I'll get a second job, and you know what? I'm going to take care of your debts. You ain't going to have it on your credit because I love you, and I'm not going to let that stand in the way of us getting married. Now, uh, you know, a week or two before, my car had got repossessed. And, and I knew that my car—I knew that they was after my car because I was hiding my car at the bowling alley. I was hiding my car over at the Applebee's parking lot. I was high, Don't act like y'all, y- y- y'all, y- y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking about. When you got to hide your car on the other street and then walk over just so nobody, so that, you know you ain't gonna get it today, and then you pray that ain't nobody hating on you, and you know, and so all of that, and, and so and so and so she knew that I had got this particular car repossessed. And I done told her that I would go and get a second job to make sure that the debt that she had was gonna get paid. Now, common sense tell you if I was gonna get a second job to pay your debt, maybe I'd have got a second. J- but she was digging the representative, amen. And and so since she was digging the representative, she wasn't seeking. She wasn't seeing the obvious, amen. Be careful of the representative. The representative will put up with things in, in, in the courting that he won't put up with in the marriage. Oh, be, be careful of the representative because the representative is far more patient uh, than the actual person. You, you understand what I'm saying to you. Uh, uh, can, I, can I talk about it, baby? Can I, am I all right? Can I, can I talk about it? When we, when we she said, okay. Uh, so 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 uh, when we order, everywhere we go, when we go order to a restaurant, I order fast. I know what I want. I've read the menu. I, I, she wants to talk. I don't want to talk. I want to eat. That's why we're here. We're talking in the car. So so I've already seen the menu. I know what I want. Boom, bam, boom. I know how, what I want to drink. I know how I want you to do it. I want all of that. And then it gets to her, and then it's this, so let me ask you. And and so then is this is is it spicy? Uh, does it have does it have pork in it? Does it and she looks at me like, you know, I'm asking that one for you. I'm not eating it. <laughs> so she's got five questions. and the, and the waiter, the waitress or the waiter has a whole, you know, you know, people ain't working no more, so they got fifty tables that they gotta, and, and they're sitting there being as patient as they can. I'm going, you're gonna get our food spit in. And so, and so, and so, but when we was courting, when we was dating, when I was trying to get her, when I was trying to marry her, when I was trying to, you know. I, Baby, you take your time, because I understand that you want your food prepared the way that you want it prepared, because that's going in your body, baby. I understand. And you know what? I'm attracted to the fact that you know what you want. Two months after we married, walking into the restaurant. Let me tell you now. You're going to read that menu. You're going to tell them people what you want, because I ain't going to be sitting here all day. <laughs> Amen. The representative is gone, and who you gonna spend the rest of your life here with is right here. You get all of this, all of this, and that's it. The representative is gone, and so you say things like this. You say things like this. I don't know you. You ain't the person I met when we were courting. You're right. That was the representative, but you got me. <laughs> It's kind of like Professor Clump turning into Buddy Love. Yeah. Buddy was sexy until you got to know Buddy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. When 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 when, when Klump turned into Buddy, everybody went ooh, and then Buddy started acting out. You was like, oh, the representative. Be careful of the representative. You see? so 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 they didn't change or become new. They had always been who they were. And had you really got to know them, you probably wouldn't have slept with them. Had you really, notice the word I'm using, really, had you really got to know them, you probably wouldn't have loaned them that money. Uh Uh, Had had you really got to know them, you probably wouldn't have told them all your personal business. Uh, But because you had to have a boo, uh, because you had to have a friend, because you needed to feel accepted, you found out the hard way you didn't know and there is no greater feeling than to be in some of the deepest recesses of your life and find out that the person that you were going to cling to for uh, uh, support the person that you're going to cling to for comfort the person that you're going to need to be there in some of the most dire times of your life is it who you is it who you thought they if you're going to be successful in starting over, there are a couple of words that you're going to need to know. Not just know, uh, not just know of, but you're going to have to know uh, the meaning of. But 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 actually, know intimately because uh, you're going to have to allow them to operate in your life. The words are discipline. That's one of the words you're going to have to know. And, and and the phrase the phrase uh, is two words, but I, I just called it a word. The second one is self-control if you're going to start over and it's going to be successful you're going to have to know you're going to have to operate from a place of discipline and self-control and 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 and, and the word discipline is defined uh, to train up to train or develop by instruction and exercise especially in self-control let's look at that again to train or develop by instruction and exercise, especially in self-control. And I thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting that, that it said that, uh, that, that it said the word self-control. You understand what I'm saying to you? Now, 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 get this. And self-control is defined as restraint, exercise over one's own impulses, emotions, or desires. Uh-huh. And just got deep within itself. We could just preach the definition, couldn't we? Self-control is restraint exercised over one's own impulses, emotions, or desires. So get this. I can't control your impulses, emotions, or desires, but I can control mine. You understand what I'm saying to you? So so, so. no matter how bad, sexy, Dex, I think Shonda want it. I can't control how bad they want it, but I can control how I'm going to let it go down. Amen? Amen. So, 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 so we understand, uh, I want you to understand this off the jump, that discipline and self-control are not completely the same. Though they're used oftentimes as the same or in the same terminology, but the reality is they're not the same. Discipline trains, I want you to catch this, this is beautiful right here. Discipline trains self-control through instruction and exercise. Discipline trains your self-control through exercise and instruction. Lord have mercy. Get this. So, so when we realize that, we understand, get this, that discipline, if you have it, is always at work. You can never have discipline and it not be at work. And if you are disciplined in one area of your life, nine times out of ten, you are going to be disciplined in every area of your life because discipline just disciplines. You, You understand what I'm saying to you? Now, you're going to have to have discipline if you're going to be successful in starting over. But also, you're going to have to have discipline if you want to get to where it is that you want to go. If you're going to operate in your purpose, if you're going to operate in your destiny, you are going to have to have discipline. Because discipline stops you from getting caught up with the things that have nothing to do with where you're headed. And when you have have a purpose, when you have a place to be, when you have something to do, especially for the Lord, especially for when God has given you something to do in life, you understand what I'm saying to you? Then, Then what the enemy will always try to do is distract you with things that have nothing to do with where it is that you're headed. Discipline, Discipline, hey Lord, have mercy. Discipline narrows your life. Discipline kind of breaks it down. It kind of simplifies your life. Discipline keeps you focused on a path that where you're headed, and it doesn't allow you to go two and three different places because discipline understands purpose. Woo. Discipline understands purpose. So 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 if you have discipline, discipline is always at work now. I need you to understand this. If you have discipline, uh, th- then that discipline only takes a break if you cause it to. Yeah, I I I I, get, uh, I, I got discipline, but 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 for some reason I still be tripping. It's because you you're, because you're tripping. Yeah. It, it's, it's 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 like it's like it's like it's like uh, getting a gym membership, but then going to get, eat more cake. You understand what I'm saying to you? It's going to do you no good. And so and so I'm I'm disciplined until I'm not. And, and and the only time that I break discipline is when I feel like I've seen something or something has gained control of me, or something has a power over me that makes me believe that it's worth whatever it is that I'm seeing is worth tricking off everything I was purposed to do. Oh Lord, be careful because the enemy will show you some things that'll make you believe. This just might be worth the marriage. The enemy will show you some things that make you say, you know what? If I I, I don't care what I lose. I got to have it. Anybody ever been there before? You, to where you just said, I'll forsake everything that I've been working for. I'll forsake everything that I've seen, that I know the Lord has blessed me with. I'll forsake everything that me and you done put together and all the years that we done put into it. I'm going to forsake it because this thing right here looks so good. Be careful. Now, 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 I need you to understand this. Discipline only takes a break if you cause it to. Watch this. And if you do not have discipline, it will eventually show. You might be able to play it off for a while, but lack of discipline always ends up showing. So you can go on Facebook and do a little re- video at the gym doing your little pull-ups doing your little walk on the treadmill, but two months later, you six pounds heavier, lack of discipline shows. You understand what I'm saying to you? You, can, I can smooth you, say all the things you want to hear. Shawty, you so dope. Man, ain't nobody else on my mind but you. Man, when they made you, they killed it for me. And then the next thing you know, you see me next month, and I'm, with this shouting, discipline will always show. Amen? How many of you know that there has to be discipline if marriage is going to be successful? Yeah, yeah. Discipline, discipline, discipline has to be, discipline has to be an active agent in your life if marriage is going to be successful. not watch this not just discipline with other people watch this can I bless you discipline with the credit card it's going to have to be an active agent if marriage is going to be successful because because the number one the number one cause of divorce in Christian marriage is not uh, uh, adultery it's finances <laughs> it's finances see see so you can cheat in more ways than one i might not cheat on you with a person but i might cheat on you with my money watch this and i might cheat on you with your money this is why you got to know people before you marry them. What, what, what is your spending like? Is those shoes more important than your rent? Huh? Is, the, is those nails more important than your insurance? Huh? You can't be seen by the doctor, but your nails look good. Do you know that we got people like that today in the 21st century? People that will forsake Bills Forsake what's necessary so that they can look a certain way. Anytime that you forsake anything that's necessary, I want you to know you look stupid. I don't care how good you think you look. You look good and stupid. Yeah. My wife says I'm mean. She says I'm mean. I say we done got too soft. I say preachers don't say enough. They don't say it hard enough. They too worried about you. Ain't nobody going to call me stupid. I'm going to call you stupid if you're stupid. If you don't want to be called stupid, stop acting stupid. Now, ignorant and stupid is two different things. Ignorance can be remedied with wisdom, with knowledge. But stupid is as stupid does. (laughs) Amen. Listen to me. Discipline discipline trains self-control through instruction. What instruction? Well, if you're a Christian then discipline trains self-control with the instructions of God, meaning the word of God. So so what should be happening is, catch this, what should be happening is as you read the word and study the word and meditate on the word, the word should be training your mind to operate in self-control. And and, and when the definition says trains by exercise, uh, exercise is applying or doing what you've been trained to do. My sister, we were uh, my sister, my mother, and my wife, my daughter, and I, and my uh, we were we were kicking it last night. Some of the most blessed time that I've had in a long time, and we're a spiritual clique. And so we, we began to just talk about uh, spiritual things. And my sister said something. She said she said here's the, this here's 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 what will help people when studying the word. And she said soap. And, and so, and I said, I said soap. but she said, yes, she says, a uh, 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 study in the scriptures, she said scriptures, and then she said, that's the S, then she said, the O is a observation, looking at it, dealing with what it means, and then she said, the A is the applying, you understand what I'm saying to you? And then she said, and the P is, you seal it with prayer, so that you pray that you're able to apply, observe and apply the scriptures that you're reading, you understand what I'm saying to you? And I said, wow, that's pretty daggone good, so. Now, now, here's, okay, I hear you, Holy Ghost. This is going to sound corny, and it might sound cheesy, but if you say it's corny and cheesy, then you call it the Holy Spirit, because you know, he just gave it to me, okay? Listen, listen to this. So the soap, what does soap do? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Woo! Lord, have mercy. It, 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 this, this thing will cleanse you. You understand what I'm saying to you? Anybody ever been cleansed by the word of God, and so you know that what I'm saying is the truth? It will cleanse you. It will transform your way of thinking lord have mercy so get this where 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 there is no where there is no discipline there is no self-control and a person watch this and i want you to write this down a person who has no self-control not only can they not be trusted watch this they can't be trusted with more some of you are trying to figure out why you don't have more it's because you can't be trusted with the more because you've tricked off the little I'm not allowed to say that word in my book. I got to say spin, but but yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You 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 ever had a credit card with a three hundred dollar balance, and, it, and and it take you and it take you six months to pay off the three hundred, and then and then you finally get the three hundred paid off, and then you mad because they you get a new credit balance and it's just three hundred, and you got the audacity to call the credit card company with some attitude talking about I pay my bills. And I say, well, I can't, why can't I get a new credit limit? Why can't I get up to five or $600? And they tell you straight up, you didn't do good with the three. You are a liability. <laughs> you are a risk with more. You can't be trusted to pay the three in three months. Why would we give you five and think you're going to pay it off in time, in a quicker time? If you struggle to pay the 300 in six months, we are at risk of losing $500. Fully. We shouldn't even give you the three again. Lord, have mercy. So, 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 there is no, where there is no discipline, there is no self-control. And, 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 and where there is no self-control, you cannot be trusted with the more because those impulses and desires and emotions are being controlled by the flesh and not the spirit. Amen? One thing that will help us when we're operating in self-control is your confession. One thing that will help you when you're operating in self-control, when we're dealing with self-control is your confession. When you say things like, I just, I just can't stay away from those sweets. When, when you say things like, I, you know, I just, I got to have my drink or I got to have, I, I, you know, I got to have my, my weed. I got to have, you understand what I'm saying to you? Then what you are doing is you are spewing negative confessions over your life. And guess what you're doing? You're telling the flesh that it has more power over you than you do. Watch this. You got to be careful of what you tell your flesh. Because watch this, strengthening your flesh isn't always giving your flesh its way. Sometimes strengthening your flesh is telling your flesh, "I just can't stop." Whatever it is, you understand what I'm saying to you. And, and, and anybody got an addiction to shopping, and, and you know, and, and so I've got to the point to where we walk into the stores, and I tell Miriam, uh, she, she'll say, "Well, won't you just look at that shirt?" I said, "I can't go nowhere near those shirts." She's like, "Why?" I'm like, "Because there's more than one. There's more than one." We we go uh, get shoes for Maya, and I just I'm just trying I'm like, just just get it. Let's see, and I close my eyes and so just get it. Because if I see if I halfway just see something, that just I think might look halfway decent. You, we gotta stop. And and so and so I said things like this. I said I said I can't control my spending when it comes to shopping. But I didn't understand that I was telling my flesh. You're more powerful when it comes to money management in my life than I am with money management in my life. Thus I am. You see. So I had to change my confession. I got enough already. I'm already blessed. I don't need that. And 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 what and what I'm doing is I'm telling my flesh. Watch this. Not only am I telling my flesh, no, I'm teaching it. Stop asking for everything. Stop asking for everything. You got to talk to your flesh, and you have to you have to have the right confession over your flesh first. Uh, in in Second Samuel chapter thirteen, verses one through fourteen we see a lack of self-control in the worst way. We're going to see a lack of self-control in the worst way. And, 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 and as always, the consequences of lack or, or, of self, or lack of self-control affects more people than just the guilty one. Can I say that again? Always, the lack of self-control will always affect more than just the guilty one. How, how many times have you, your lack of self-control, affected somebody that you was connected to. Or somebody's lack of self-control affected you because you were connected to them. Watch this. Just as you can't be a person that operates with a lack of self-control, you can't connect yourself to people that ain't got no self-control. Lord, have mercy. After this, Absalom, uh, the son of David, had a lovely sister whose name was Tamar. And Amnon, the son of David, loved her. Amnon was so distressed over his sister Tamar that he became sick, for she was a virgin, and it was improper for Amnon to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shemiah, David's brother. Now, Jonadab was a very crafty man. Was a very crafty man, and he said to them, Why are you the king? And he said to him, Why are you the king's son becoming thinner day after day? Will you not tell me? Amnon said to him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. So Jonadab said to him, Lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. And when your father comes to see you, say to him, Please let my sister Tamar come. And give me food and prepare the food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. Then Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. And when the king came to see him, Amnon said to the king, Please let Tamar, my sister, come and make a couple of cakes for me in my sight that I might eat from her hand. And David uh, David sent home to Tamar, saying, Now go to your brother Amnon's house, And prepare food for him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He just showed me something else. So Tamar went to her brother's, uh, Amnon's house, and he was laying down. Then she took flour and kneaded it and made cakes in his sight and baked the cakes. And she took the pan and placed them out before him, but he refused to eat. Then Amnon said, have everyone go out from me. And they all went out from him. Then Amnon said to Tamar, bring the food into the bedroom. That I may eat from your hand, and Tamar took the cakes which she had made and brought them to Amnon, her brother, in the bedroom. Now, when she had brought them in uh, brought them to him to eat, he took hold of her and said to her, "Come, lie with me, my sister." but she answered him, "No, my brother, do not force me for no such thing should be done in Israel. Do not do this disrespectful thing, this disgraceful thing, and I Where would I take my shame? And as for you, you would be like one of the fools in Israel. Now, therefore, please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. However, he would not heed her voice. He had no control. And being stronger than she, he forced her and lay with her. Mm. Now, a few things here should have stood out to you. we read the story a few things should have stood out to you things that are major and I want to say that after I show you a few of these things and you realize that you didn't see them at first then maybe maybe you might realize that this could be some of the reason that some things are the way that they are in your life because you aren't paying enough attention to what's really in front of you and that's connected to a lack of self-control please understand that control gives you the ability to not be easily taken, but rather to investigate an entire situation before you decide on how to move forward concerning that situation. Control. Control don't make you just jump at the first thing that you see. The enemy has had a field day in most of our lives because we see glitter and naturally assume that it must be gold. Only to find out the hard way that it wasn't gold. Verse number two says, Amnon was so distressed over his sister Tamar that he became sick for she was a virgin and it was improper for Amnon to do anything to her. Now, before we get started into that verse two, I want to explain something to you because uh, the Holy Spirit told me that there would be people in here that would have an issue with the fact that he was trying to lay with his sister. Who tries to lay with their sister? And, and so, and so I I, want to, I want to try to bring some clarity to this and, and, I want to talk to you about what, real quickly, just for a second, it seems to look like incest uh, that took place in the Bible, or what was incest that took place in the Bible, mainly in the Old Testament. And there, are, and, and, and there are numerous examples of incest in the Bible. The most commonly thought of examples are the sons and daughters of Adam and Eve, Genesis chapter 4. Uh, Abraham marrying his half-sister Sarah uh, in Genesis 20 and 12, and then Abed his daughters in Genesis 19, and then Moses, the father of Amram, uh, who married his aunt, in Exodus 6 and 20, and David's son, Amnon, that we're talking about today, with his half-sister, Tamar. It is important to note, however, that in two of the above instances, Tamar and Lot, one of the parties involved was an unwilling participant in the incest, better described as rape in those cases. And that's what we're going to discuss today. It is important to distinguish between incestuous incestuous relationships prior to God commanding against them. Like in Leviticus chapter 18, verses 6 6 through 18, an incest that occurred after God's commands had been revealed. You have to know that there was a difference between he commanded against it and before he did, after he commanded against it, and then before he commanded against it. Until God commanded against it, it wasn't incest. It was just marrying a close relative. Let me explain. It isn't deniable that God allowed parties to come together that you would call incest in the early centuries of humanity. Since Adam and Eve were the only human beings, only two human beings on the earth, their sons and daughters had no choice but to marry and reproduce with their siblings and close relatives. The second generation, the second generation had to marry their cousins just as after the flood, the grandchildren of Noah had to intermarry amongst their cousins. One reason that incest is so strongly discouraged in the world today is the understanding that reproduction between closely related individuals has a much higher risk of causing genetic abnormalities. But in the early days of humanity, though this was, this was not a risk due to the fact that the human genetic code was relatively free of defects, Okay, because we're operating from, from a God. Another consideration is that incest today almost always involves a powerless victim. And and the perpetrator is abusing his or her authority with the goal of sexual pleasure. By by that standard, the incest of the Bible has nothing whatsoever in common with modern-day incest. There was no power. There was no power difference between Cain and his wife. For example, the goal of Abraham and Sarah's marriage was to create a family. You understand? Intermarriage among close family members was a necessity in the generations immediately following Adam and Noah, and and was not a sinful perverse, perversion of sex. It seems that by the time that Moses. The human, genetic, uh, the human genetic code had become polluted enough that close in a marriage was no longer safe. So, God commanded against sexual relations with siblings, have siblings, parents, and aunts and uncles. Genesis 2 and 24 seems to indicate that marriage and sexual relations between parents and children were never it, 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 was, it was not until many centuries later that humanity discovered the genetic reason that incest is unsafe and unwise. Genetics was not an issue in the early centuries of humanity, and the marriages that occurred between Adam and Eve's children, Abraham and Sarah's, and uh, Amram and, and, and his wife were not selfish pursuits of sexual gratification or abuses of authority. Accordingly, th- th- those relationships should not be viewed as incest. The key is that sexual relations between close relatives were viewed differently, pre-law and post-law, before and after. It did not become incest until God commanded against it. Okay? And I shared it with you, uh, uh, and I studied that from, from a, 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 a site called got, gotquestions.com, because you need to have an understanding of why things like this went down in the Bible. Because when people are trying to dog or disrespect the Bible, this is one of the silly points that they try to pull up. You know, how you going to serve a God that was, you know, down with incest? See, but for them to say that lets you know that they already don't know what they're talking about. Because if they knew what they was talking about, they wouldn't try to use that as a, as a point to make, you know, shooting shots at the Bible. You understand what I'm saying to you? And if you don't know why these relationships were allowed by God, You would have no way to, one, defend the word uh, and, and to teach them correctly. But what's even worse than that, if you don't get knowledge of stuff like this, then you can leave the situation thinking bad about God simply because you're limited in your knowledge. And this is why the Bible tells us with all of our getting, get an understanding. Think about it. If you was having a conversation with someone that was trying to come up against Christ, come up against the way of God that we believe, and and they said, well, you know, you you know, he let them have incest, and they showed you in the Bible where brother, half brother, and half sister was having sex, and, and you 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 and you didn't have no knowledge of it, you walk away going, man, I just kind of jacked up. You try to defend it just to say face right then, but then, but on the inside, be toe up like what. Then all of a sudden what happens is the enemy begins to make you, he begins to cast doubt in your heart about who it is that you serve. Because who would serve a God that would allow incest to happen? You see what I'm saying? This is why the Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You have to study the word. You know the difference between a studier and a reader of the Bible? A notebook. You have to study the Word of God. And some of us are, are failing in our uh, uh, getting deeper in God and going further in God, not because you don't love God, but because you don't have a commitment to study the Word of God. You know, you know. You know and, and let me tell you something, let me tell you something. You. If, 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 if you've if, if you you got a toy that you've got to put together, if you've got a bike that you've got to put to your, together for your child, you understand what I'm saying to you? Uh, you, don't just, you don't know that you don't know how to put the bike together, but just start hooking stuff up. You read the book. Why? Why? You read the instructions so that you can put together the bike properly. Why? Uh, so, that, so that the child will be safe. Running around here claiming save but not knowing the word ain't safe. <laughs> yeah, c- c- claiming safe but not knowing the word is not safe. Because it's not your claim that safeguards you. It's your, it's your knowledge of the word. Because without your knowledge of the word, you can't have relationship. And without relationship, so let's deal with let's deal with what we should have seen, verse number two. Uh, Amnon, Amnon was so distressed over his sister Tamar that he became sick, uh, uh, for she was a virgin and it was improper for Amnon to do anything with her. Now I want you to catch this because this is powerful right here, and, and and this is this first point is going to bless you if you will pay attention. Amen. The word distress means to be troubled, upset, or afflicted. Amnon was so messed up. About his sister, that he is troubled, upset. The man is literally, he has literally become sick about this woman who is his sister. And this isn't an issue of love, this is an issue of lust. Now, here's what the Holy Spirit showed me because I was, when I wrote this, I was just, you know, I was on the highway just, and, I, and, I, and I said, uh, 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 you know, hold on, hold on. Was that love? Because I couldn't remember what the scripture actually had said and, and I'm pressed for time. And, and then, and then and so I read it and, when I, and I read it and it said, I seen love. But, but I want to show you I want to show you what could be love when love go wrong. See see because some 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 of the people that you've had in your life could have been your husband could have been your wife but because you sexed them before you married them you messed it all up. You understand what I'm saying to you? Your love got dominated by your lust, and you operated on your lust and lost your love. got to be careful. You got to be careful about that lust because it will destroy the love. Me and this woman right here, you know, we keep it 100 because we want to bless people. We, you know, as, as spiritual and as holy and as righteous, and this is the most holy woman I know on the planet. You understand what I'm saying to you? My wife, and, 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 but, but we didn't do it right in the beginning. And guess what happened? The love that I had for her made me hate her for years. Because my lust dominated my love And after my lust got its way, watch this, my lust made me guilty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You you ever got what you wasn't supposed to have and then after you got it, you didn't like it no more because you knew you wasn't supposed to have it like that? And now you can't never have it like you were supposed to have it ever again because you had it the way you wanted it the first time? God, Amen. See, 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 see. One thing I want you to see is that his self-control has not been disciplined. For if it had, that discipline, that training through God's instruction would have chilled him out. Notice he not he he not only has a problem. Here's what I want you to catch. This is a deep right here. This is a deep right here. Get this. He not only has a problem with her. He has a problem with the rule, uh, 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 with what's improper. He, don't, he doesn't just have a problem with tomorrow. He has a problem with what is improper. He has a problem with the rule. Be careful when you find yourself have a pro, having a problem with the rule. Be careful when you find yourself having a problem with what's improper. Not because it's improper, but because it's improper. But because of the fact that it's improper means you can't have it. See, see, don't don't, don't worry about it. See, see, see. It's one thing. Uh, be, be careful that, 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 that when you have. i, I want to break this down because I want you to understand it. Uh, 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 be careful. That you, when, you, when you get to the point where you have a problem because it's improper, not because it's improper, but because the fact that it's improper means you can't have it. The fact that it's improper, mean, the fact that it's foul means I can't have it. I got a problem with that. Oh, Lord. I got a problem that I can't have a foul thing. Oh, God, did you hear that? I've got a problem that I can't have a foul thing what is wrong with you that you want a foul thing? What have we got in our lives that we have become accustomed to desiring foul things? Lord, have mercy. Get this. We have to get to a point in our walk that that if we aren't supposed to have it, then we just don't want it. You got to get you got to grow in the point uh, uh, to, to the point in your walk. That if you're not supposed to have it, fine, cool by me. I don't want nothing I ain't supposed to have. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? Oh, Lord, how mercy. There's an issue with having things that you're not supposed to have. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? Lord, how mercy. Uh, listen, listen, listen. A definition for the, for the word I found uh, for, for, for improper, it says, uh, the definition for improper is, Lacking in modesty and decency. Ooh-wee. Lacking in modesty and decency. How many of us in here will be honest enough to admit that we have made some decisions, some decisions that were lacking in decency? Truth being told, there are many of us now who are supposed to be saved, supposed to be new, but we are still lacking in modesty and decency. Amnon had a problem with the rule to the point that he was weak, and weak makes you vulnerable. And, and this is a bad place for him because, watch this, this is a bad place for him to be in because the second thing I want you to catch is he's vulnerable in the place or in the presence of bad company. He's, he's vulnerable in the place of bad company. Verses 3 through 5 say, But Amnon had a friend who, whose name was Jonadab, the son of uh, Shemiah, David's brother. Now, Jonadab was a crafty man. And he said to him, why are you, the king's son, becoming thinner day after day? Now, watch this. Jonadab knows that something's wrong. Look at the game already, though. Why are you, the king's son? He's reminding Amnon of who he is. You understand what I'm saying to you? So so, when I find out what it is that you want but evidently can't have, what I want to sow a seed of is remember who you are. You are the king's son. Who tells you what you can't have? Oh, God. Watch entitlement. You understand what I'm saying to you. Just because you are connected to somebody that might be somebody, don't mean that you can have something that you're not supposed to have. You understand? But there is a seed being planted. Who? Why are you the king's son? It ain't nothing out here that you can't have, that you can't do. Amen. So he says. This, he says. He says. He says. Why are you becoming thinner? They better. Amnon is so jacked and distressed that he's not even able to eat because he's thinking about something that he cannot have. And he goes on, and he tells he says, he says, will you not tell me? Be careful of them people in your life that always got to know everything about you. Some, 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 some people in your life that you cannot tell about your weakness because Amnon has a weakness right now and now Amnon is sharing, he's about to share his weakness with Jonadab and Jonadab is going to exploit that weakness and and, and you can't, let me tell you something, stop talking when you're vulnerable. Some conversations are only supposed to be had with the Lord. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? You got to stop talking when you're vulnerable. So, 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 so he says, he says, will you not tell me? He's meddling. He's dying for gossip. You got to girl, girl, tell me. Quit playing on me. Tell me. Watch folk like that, and watch the fact that you like to make them hold out for the gossip. That's a twisted issue as well. Always having to have the tea. Yeah. Always having to have, always having to have somebody else's business in your mouth and ready to share it. And now you're going to say, I know you want this gossip. And and it's cool because it's just me and her. And it's just me and him. And we just talk amongst ourselves. And the Bible said said that you should not gossip. It said you should aspire to live a quiet life and mind your business. It literally says you should aspire to live a quiet life and mind your business. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 13, I believe. If it's not 13, it's verse 11. So, 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 so Jonah, so, so he says, so Amnon goes ahead and he tells him, he says, I love Tamar, my brother's. My brother Absalom's sister. Now Pete Game, did you see the word playing that? It's not his sister, it's his brother Absalom's sister. (laughs) I need to put some distance between this because if it's somehow, some way I can get it, I don't need the fact that she's my sister to stand in the way of it. So she's my brother's sister. Because she really ain't, you know, we didn't come from the, both our parents ain't the same people. So for real, for real, if this go down, I ain't got to feel bad about it because I done put some distance between it. Be careful about always trying to put distance between your mess. He's trying to, he's, he's messy and he's trying to put distance between his mess. And he says, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. And so get this, Jonadab didn't need to hear no more. He didn't need to hear no more. He had a plan. He said this, he said, he said, lie down in on your bed and pretend to be ill. And when your father comes to see you, say to him, "Please send my sister Tamar. Uh, 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 please let my sister Tamar come, uh, come and give me food and prepare the food in my sight that I might see it and eat from her hand." Now, Pete, did you see the word? Did you see the wordplay? Did you see the wordplay? Amnon uh, 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 says, "My brother's sister," but but Jonadab is crafty, so it's my sister. Don't tell your daddy it's your brother's sister. You need to keep it as personal as possible so this thing can play out. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Please let my sister tomorrow come and give me food and prepare the food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. I, I, I need to be close to her. I need you to okay it for me to be close to her. She won't get that close to me unless you tell her to, Daddy. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. Amnon has a friend who is crafty. Crafty means, watch this, clever at achieving one's aims by indirect or deceitful methods. Everybody got a Jonah. something accomplished. And this is what Amnem was in Jonadab, to Jonadab. So so the second thing I want you to see is if you're ever going to start over and be successful, you will need to rid yourself, watch this, of all the crafty people in your life. You're going to have to get rid of the crafty people in your life. Amen? The Bible says in uh, 1 Corinthians 15 and 33, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts bad habits. What do you mean don't be deceived, Pastor? Don't don't keep on thinking you're going to be able to be brand new with old people around you. Can I bless you? There is a line in the sand that is drawn after a while. After so much growth in the Word of God, there becomes a line in the sand that is drawn that says you can no longer be around the people that choose not to choose God. That choose to to not choose God. You can't be around them. Why? Because what does light have to do with darkness? What does have to do with Balao. What does you understand what does a believer have to do with an unbeliever? And some of y'all's problems is, and I want you to understand this, this is real. This is real. Some of your problem is you refuse to let go of folk that do not want to worship God because that's your A1 from day one. That's your best friend. That's your cousin. That's your mama's auntie. That's your. You understand what I'm saying to you? And God said, I don't give a darn who they are. In fact, did you remember the verse that said, I didn't come to bring peace. I come to bring a sword to cut you away from anything that's going to keep you away from me. So, So some of you have this allegiance that's going to have you in hell. Some of you have a loyalty that's going to land you. Your loyalty is going to land you in hell because, because you saying, well, you know, Pastor, you can say what you want to. I ain't letting such and such go. And, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Oh, God. Ah Lord, have mercy. You say it every day to me. Whether you are talking to me verbally, whether you are talking to me by text, whether you are talking to me by email or inbox or whatever, Instagram, you say it daily. How do you say it daily? Because you leave here and you go you go and continue to deal with people that refuse to deal with God and you try to say stuff like, well, I ain't trying to be judgmental. Or, I ain't got to deal. No, 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 no. You are not smart and you are not right. You are wrong. The Bible says, what does a believer have to do with an unbeliever? And maybe some of the reasons why you can't believe is because you're around an unbeliever most of the time. You are supposed to be changing the unbeliever. The unbeliever is not supposed to be staying the same. And let me just go ahead and tell about 10 of you in the building today. If you've been hanging with that person for a year and you've been coming to church for a year and that person ain't got no different, that is not your assignment and you ain't hanging with them because you think that's your assignment. You're hanging with them because you have an allegiance to ungodly folk, and it's going to land you in hell. It's going to land you in hell. Now tell me, show me somebody that hangs with ungodly people that don't do ungodly stuff. You ain't going to show me nobody. You ain't going to show me nobody that hangs with ungodly people but don't do ungodly stuff. You're not going to show me nobody. It's not possible. You don't go to the barbershop to sit around. You go to the barbershop to get your hair cut. And as long as you... And if you continue to hang around people that are ungodly, you are going to do ungodly things. Well, understand this. Because your flesh don't want to be saved. So, so since you understand that your flesh don't want to be saved, why would you take your flesh around folk that got a... Fl- who is operated, who is being controlled by their flesh? You put an apple in a barrel of bad apples... The burl of bad apples is going to turn the good apple bad. You are never going to jump into that burl of bad apples and then all of a sudden make all the burl of apples good. And you watch this. You, and you're not playing yourself. you just playing, period, because you already knew that, though. Oh, right there, there. You ain't playing yourself. you just playing, period, because you already knew that. So, so some, some of you got too much on the line to be playing with God. What does the Bible say? God is what? He is not mocked. And what you reap, you will sow. You understand what I'm saying to you? Some some of you got billion dollar dreams on the line. You ain't got time. Ain't got time. Some some, some of you got billion dollar potential. Some, 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 Some of you got children that's tripping at an all time high. You ain't got time to be playing games. You got to do what the word says. Look, 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 at, look at the amplified version of, 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 of 1 Corinthians 15 and 33. It says this, it says, uh, do not be so, watch this, and it don't just say deceived, it says so deceived. Don't just be misled, but don't be so misled. Do you know what, misled, see, see, come, come, come here, cat. misled, misled is, is, you know, like that. You see, misled. He started over here, and he was, But but when he's so misled, when he's so misled, uh, you see, when he's so misled, uh, 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 Reuben, come here, Sherelle, come here, uh, 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 misled, come over here real quick, so I am going to stand right here real quick, misled is, misled is, uh, 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 you come over here, Sherelle, you come over here, Uh, misled is uh, uh, walking in the Word, misled is, hold on, y'all stay here, I here. So she's walking and she ain't, she ain't deceived. She's not misled. And guess what? She, she, she's walking in the will of God. When she, but well, when she got misled though, uh, grab Reuben's hand. When she got misled, watch this, watch this. Here's the baby. Here's the first baby. This was misled. Reuben, stay right there. Come on back with us, Reuben. Come on back with us. This was just misled. But when you got so misled, grab Reuben's hand. And now she got two babies. These babies don't look nothing alike, do they? Uh huh. Miss so misled. Uh-huh. Now now watch this. Hold on hold on hold on. Now now watch this. Now she's she's so misled. She got two babies and a drug addiction. She's so misled. She now 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 she's got. You you understand what I'm saying to you? See you. It's not just misled. It's so misled. Thank y'all. You, you understand? You you can't be so misled. Watch this. It says, this. "So do not be so dis- deceived and misled." And she was deceived because she believed the lie. She believed the representative. Yeah, deception came through the representative. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, 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 and what it done is it got her so misled. You see. And, and, and then this verse goes on and says, "Uh." It says, uh, 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 "So do not be deceived." It says, "Evil communications." Watch this. Evil companionships. How many? How many of you are companions with some evil people? And they say you ain't supposed to have them companionships. See a whole lot of arguments that happen shouldn't happen because you ain't, if you keep the word. See the word is okay till the word checks you. Oh Lord, ain't, ain't, ain't the Bible for beautiful things until they call you out, till they tell you what you ain't supposed to be doing. Because you know what happens right then when the Bible tells you what you ain't supposed to do, and you got to make a choice of who you going to believe, who you going to follow, your flesh or the God, or God. And you've been, for a long time, you've been way too, you know, you just, what they call it, stuck in your ways. You're you just going to do what you're going to do because you've grown. But the Bible says, but you're supposed to be following me, so who now what you going to do? And then watch this. Don't follow the Bible nastily because that ain't following the Bible. It says everything you do, do without grumbling and complaining. Murmuring and complaining. So, so, Some of you got a problem with being okay. And the scripture makes you okay even though you don't feel okay. That's your problem. Stop worrying about how you feel and just know how you are. Don't be running around here talking about you saved, you're a Christian, you this, that, and the other, and you got a problem with following the rules. Get rid of those ungodly companionships. They are holding you back. No matter how much... They might be doing for you no matter how much they might profit you no matter how much they might go through with you. Have you ever stopped to think they might be going through it with you because they caused it? Some people are built for hell because they come from hell. We've been through hell together. We've been through it all together. That's because they brought it with them. who not because they're devoted. Brought the hell with them. The hell was for you. It was never for them. They had already, they had already, they had already committed to hell. Now they're damning you to it. It wasn't camaraderie. It wasn't we was cool. It's not that we're tight. This is just what you brought. And it goes on and says, listen, companionships, communion, associations. Oh, we ain't cool. We just associates. Don't be associates with people that ain't saved. That's a cop out for hanging with people that ain't saved. And you know why you hang with people that ain't saved? Because you get to do unsaved stuff and they get to blame it on unsaved people. I knew I shouldn't have been hanging around with such and such. I really need to... Now you knew that, but you went. Stop being holy after the fact. You did it, now you feel bad. You did it, now you got a conscience. You did it, now you ain't going to never do it again. Till you do it again. Because you keep hanging around people that you should not be hanging around. And God is not mocked. And here's the problem for everybody in this building. Every last one of you smarter than what you want God to understand you are. So what does that mean? You don't get away. You don't get away. And it comes a time when you have to grow up. You have to grow up and say, you know what? I'm tired of playing games with God. Get this. It says corrupt and de- uh, uh, corrupt and deprave. He uh, uh, says these things corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character. You have to be careful of the Amnons in your life because they will mislead you and they will starve you of good morals and character. Let let, let me say this. Some of you are decent people, but because of the company you keep, you keep finding yourselves in situations that you know are not your character nor your style. How many of you keep finding yourselves in situations that you got to explain your way out of that you wouldn't have had to explain your way out of if you wasn't connected to who it was that you was connected to? But guess what? It ain't their fault. It's your fault because you shouldn't be around them and you know better. But you knew better. Let me tell you something. If you've been coming to this church for over three months, you know you foul when you foul. Stop acting silly. Stop acting silly. You know you foul when you foul. But because we fool men with our excuses, because we fool, we fool men with our lies, you understand what I'm saying to you? We figure we fooling God too. That's that whole thing of trying to put God in that same glump, Right? Get this, get this. Jonadab's bright idea is about to get an innocent woman of God raped. And make no mistake, this was Jonadab's intent. He wasn't telling Amnon to deceive uh, his father so Amnon could see her and talk to her. He could do that without deceit. Jonadab's mentality is get her here, get her out here, so you can have your your way with her. Here's where you truly get to see Amnon's lack of discipline and self-control. When Jonadab presented Amnon with the plan of luring Tamar, his sister, for, for him to rape her, he should have beat the brakes off dead. This is his sister, but Amnon's lust is so out of control he follows the plan to a T. Amen. I got about two more minutes. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it down for you real quick. Uh, let's let's uh, bring me back. Bring me back to the story. Give me back to the story. I think we should be around verse seven. We should be around verse. Seven. House. Okay, and she took. Okay, give me some more because now she's prepared the food. Verse number nine, and, now, and she took the pan and placed it. And then I said, "Have everyone get out of here." He's putting the plan together. All this time, from the time that he's deceit, from the time that the plan was given to him, he could have stopped it, but he's out of control. He's out of control. His flesh is in control. He heard the plan came to see the son. He gave, he told, he did, he told his daddy the, he told his brother, his daddy the lie. Now, dad, so now he's got time. He still knows the plan. He's sticking with the plan. His lust is out of control. His flesh is out of control. And now David is sending for Tamar to come. And now while he's waiting for Tamar to actually get there, he has a chance to stop this, but he can't. Why? Because his lust is out of control. And so then. Uh, give, 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 give me the next one. And, and, and so, uh, then Ammon said to tomorrow, bring the food in the, in the bedroom that I may eat from your hand. And she takes it in and gets this. And then Ammon, her brother, give it to me. Come on, push it. The next one. The, 11, we go. Now, when she had brought them to him, he, he would not eat. To eat, he, he took hold of her and said, come and lie with me, sister. All of the lies, all of the deception, all of the madness, all of the folly, all the foolishness is just for this moment right here come live with me. And he's hoping, he's banking, he's, he's really thinking, if I, if she's just as half as foul as me. Now, now I want you to get this, I want you to get this, and this is why fathers, you have to get in your child's life. I want you to get this, because we should not be really surprised by the antics of Amnon. Because his daddy's a trip. And the apple don't fall far from the tree. This is the same daddy who was looking over you know, on the roof so bad. Sheba and said, Lord, have mercy, and was told, this is one of your greatest soldiers' uh, wives. This is you know, Her grandfather is connected to your army in such a major way, and he said, bring her, I got the the fear how is it that my brother is about to take me no don't she's blown away she understands it's all a game she understands it's all a trick it was all just a plot and a scheme to get her here to take something from her that she will never be able to be given back no don't don't listen to the words force me for no such thing should be done in israel in the Not only don't do it to yourself, but don't do this disgraceful thing to me. I I ain't done nothing to you. I don't deserve this. I haven't led you on. I haven't said some things to you to make you feel like I want you. Please don't do this. Don't do this to me. And where? Because if you do, where could I take my shame? Well, where, would I be, where would I be able to go to where the shame would not be on my life, in my mind and as for you you. and then she even looks out for him she even, the love of her even looks out for him the fear of her even looks out for him and you will be considered a fool in Israel don't do this go to the king he'll let you have me but you gotta let him let you have me you just can't take me you can't take me, then go to him, because in the eyes of God, it's still done wrong. You gotta go to him, and he. I, I, she didn't say you can't. You can't have me. She said, "Do it the right way." Can I just say right now? I don't care how many sexual mistakes that you have made in your past. Uh, uh, from now on, your your crowd ought to be do it the right way. If you love me, let's do it the right way. Oh, God, did you hear me in here today? If you love me, did you, can I just go ahead and talk to all the men in here because the women seem weak sometimes? If you love her, do it the right way. In other words, don't do it till she got your last name. If you love her, stop sending her to hell with every time that you put yourself on the inside of her. If you love her, do it the right way. Do it the right way. And then go ahead, go ahead. In verse 14. However, he would not heed her voice. And being stronger than her, he raped her. His self-control, his lack of self-control rapes her. Get this. This is the part of the story that kills me. And then it says after that, after he had his way with her, guess what? He hated her. He hated her. He he sent her. he He said, now you can leave immediately after he got what he wanted, he hated her, and he, and watch this, and watch this, and and the reason why he was telling her to get up out, because his, watching her, looking at her was reminding of him of what he'd done. When love goes lustful, when love has, because even love has to have control, when love does if you read the story she is is never is anybody in the building listen I don't mean to hurt nobody I don't mean to be insensitive but well watch this has, has, has anybody ever lost a part of you has anybody ever has something ever been taken from you that was so precious to you that that, 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 that it's been years that has passed and, and there's been there's been situations and happiness that has come and happiness that has gone and there's been highs and lows but but the reality and, and, and you're so much better than what you used to be but the reality is you have not recovered from what had been snatched from you. some of you have been raped and not even sexually. Did you know that? That you could be raped and not just sexually. Folk folk can rape your mind. Folk can rape you to the point to where you don't even believe in love no more. and some of you and some of you and some and some people in that have been raped literally and then no matter how better life has become since then, every now and then, all you got to do is see a TV show. There's certain channels you can't even watch because there shows that talk about what it is that you've been through. And it's enough to mess up not just your day, but your month is enough to make you lock your doors and get you up under the covers and never want to see light again because something that was important to you was snatched because of somebody else's lack of self-control. Every day you find yourself starting over because yesterday hijacked your newness. Yesterday snatched your joy. Faults and visions and remembrances killed you out. And every day is a starting over process. got to know the people in your life and you have got to disconnect from the people that have no control. You have to disconnect from the people that have no discipline because I come to tell you it will eventually cost you more than what you was ever willing to pay. So if we are going to be successful and starting over you're going to have to start. A part of starting over is you're going to have to get some discipline and you're going to have to get some self-control. And your discipline is going to actually allow you to see the deceivers in your life. Can I say that again? Your discipline will allow you to see the deceivers in your life. And when you see those deceivers, you are going to have to disconnect yourself from them. Or you will always, you'll always be starting over going nowhere. You'll always be starting over going anybody else.